everybody. Welcome to Wind Down Wednesdays with me, Ashley. And me, Amber. Uh, we're so happy you guys could join us today. Today's cocktail for me is a red wine. And what are you up to, Amber? Oh, I love that. Uh, for me, I have a Sauvignon Blanc. Nice. Yes. Um, I don't know what red wine I have because technically it was my sister's and I stole a little bit. <laughs> so I just went for it and poured a, poured a glass and ran away. Free um, wine tastes sweeter. That's for yes. sure. Yes. Yes. Stolen wine does taste sweeter. Uh, but yeah, it's very good and it's doing its job to help me unwind. So anyway, guys, we have a really great night planned out. Last week, our first week, we were so excited to hear you guys' comments and we're just excited to be here and be doing this. So thank you so much for the support. <laughs> it is week two of this quarantine and it's going. It's going. It's but, it's, not but it's a solid week too, Ashley. It's like a solid two weeks. It's not like it's been like, oh, it's like 10 days. No, I mean, we're actually going on two and a half weeks here. And for us um, here on Long Island, most of the schools have been closed for a little over a month now. So I've had um, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old just running amok in my house. And, uh, and, and things are just getting crazy. Things are getting crazy. It feels like there's no rules. It's like we're, we're in Vegas or something. Drinks at any time and nobody knows what time it is or what day it is. Or I'm just like, <laughs> my house is just like a nut house. I can only imagine. Uh, thankfully, with my son, his daycare is open, so we've had the opportunity to send him in. Although every time I send him in, I'm a little bit concerned because we are exposing him and ourselves every time we go and drop him off. But it's difficult to get any work done in the house without being able to do that. So we've chosen a couple days during the week where we do send him in just so we can get work done. It's a tough choice every day, but the school is doing a really great job of keeping things clean and um, they take the children's temperature um, throughout the day. And I mean, that's great that you even have the option. It's nice, but it's, it's a little scary. I don't know. The more, it, the more we do it, the more I'm like, oh, should we be doing this? I don't know. I'm a little bit worried. So I don't know. I'll play it by ear basically every day. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I am happy with the way the the school is handling cleanliness as well as exposure and things like that. They're being very careful. So that makes me feel a little that's bit better. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's yeah, but other than that, everything else is as is. Uh, work, you know, work from home. That's the way yeah, of the future right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I if I love it or I hate it. I mean, I always I always pictured working from home being like this ultra peaceful environment where I would be, you know, be able to be so productive and get so much work done and it would just be like this heaven. And it, it turns out it's exactly it's I wouldn't say it's exactly the opposite, but I would say that it's it's really far away from what I pictured. Like it's a lot of just like what goes on in my house all day long when I'm not here. The dog is barking, the kids are screaming, my my in-laws are screaming for them to get down off a table or stop throwing something at, at somebody or, you know, it's just, it's just constant chaos. And 
I'm right there, like 12 feet away, hearing all of it right through the wall. So, um, you know, I'm trying to get all that done and be accessible as a mother and then still field my son's Google Classroom assignments and, and his reading homework, his math homework, his Spanish. I mean, we're all, we're trying to be productive and we're trying to be creative. And then we're trying to also give the kids like time to be outside. And, and then it, in the middle somewhere, I have to find time to do work. And it's nine o'clock at night and I'm finally relaxing, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, I hear you. And I haven't left my house all day long. So. <laughs> yeah, my sister said something funny. I was eavesdropping on one of her conversations and she said that it's hard to wake up, work in the same spot, and then be done with work in the same spot yep. and then try to relax yes. in the same spot, you know? Yep. And yes. I think we take for granted the ability of being from one place to another place and having those like behaviors and, you know, just the ability to kind of change your mood and your the way you act around everybody in the different locations that you're in, you know, like when you get home from work, from being at work all day, it's like you're a different, it's a different side of you yeah. and you get to be that person. Right. But if you're at home doing work and then being a mom at the same time and a wife and all of that and, and going through the at-home responsibilities as well as the at-work responsibilities, it's just it's exhausting. You know, you don't get that yeah. clear definition of like who you need to be throughout right. the day. I mean, even so. the little things, right? Like when I leave work at night and I get into my car and I have that 40 minute commute home and I'm by myself mm -hmm. and I pump the music and, you know, I put down the windows and I'm just like hanging out by myself. I, I call friends, I vent to them. Like, you know, I don't have that anymore what do I have now? Okay. Work is done. I close my laptop and I get up and I go to the kitchen and the kids are out there, you know, doing whatever they're doing and, and that's it. And then it's like, okay, well, what's for dinner? You got to yeah. make dinner, you know? So it's hard. I think we all should remember that it's important to have that little bit of time for yourself. Yep. I um, find like going on a walk is really just soothing for like my mind and everything and just being out of the house in a, in a way where I can just like breathe fresh air and see different things even like you know anything like that or maybe like doing a workout I've just been trying to think of things that I can do to kind of give that time for myself and just be alone and do something that's just me so I don't know I kind of wanted to put that out there for everyone because I think we forget how easy you can like lose the ability of keeping your mind sane in this, in this it's time true. of like being with your family yep. and just having all of those responsibilities kind of meshed into one so it's important to put, put that in perspective yeah you know I, I'm a big believer I agree with you completely and I've always said to you know all my friends I think that it's really really important that you take care of yourself first and a lot of women will say, well, you know, no, when I have children, my children comes for, come first. Or when I have a, my husband, my husband comes first. And that's wonderful that you have that love for that, those other people. And that's, that's everything, right? That's amazing. But at the end of the day, if you are not happy inside, what are you, what kind of love, what kind of quality of yourself can you give to that person? You can't really give that the not the best version of yourself. Right. So you you have to stop to take care of yourself. 
I agree. It is important. It's so important. And, you know, shout out to all those stay-at-home moms. That shit (laughs) is hard. Mm -hmm. It is hard to keep it it together for that extend of time. (laughs) I mean, it's, I don't know how some of these women do it because I just imagine myself, for example, leaving my job and becoming a full-time mom and going from basically being with adults all day to essentially being with children all day and not having that other adult interaction from the majority of the day and and basically just being having my children be completely dependent on me like that is super hard because with that i feel like you can lose yourself very quickly that's that's really hard i mean i when i get to spend the whole day with my son like i of course i'm super happy that he's with me and i get to spend that time with him but by like the third hour i'm like pulling my hair out i'm like i can't handle it like it's just too much <laughs> so Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, do I have any work to do that I can like go and do? <laughs> because it's so hard to just sit there and like, you know, read silly books and play silly games and it gets old very quickly. So good job all the moms out there that are staying home with their yeah. kids all day. So why don't we play a game? Let's yes, let's. It. Okay, let's play a game. We're going to play five questions. So mm-hmm. I put together five questions that I want to ask you, Amber. Yes. And I've put together five questions I want to ask you, Ashley. <laughs> so um, why did I just sound like an evil wizard? <laughs> I just sounded like some wizard. kind of an, mm. <laughs> Okay, go on, I'm go on. Evil wizard. <laughs> I don't know what kind of accent that was, by the way. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I just tell you a quick story though? My son, he was crying hysterically and it was breaking my heart so I'm like I know how make to make him stop so I started acting silly and like doing a weird little dance so then I remember you know in Zoolander when they're trying to hypnotize Derek Zoolander to yes in the the spa the day spa yes and then they play this like video of Mugatu dancing around to like yes. that song Relax. Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's what I was doing. And I was just going around like dancing all weird and singing Relax and then going like Prime Minister of Malaysia, bad. Stop it. Derek Stop Zoolander, it. Good. And this is what you were doing husband. to your one year old. <laughs> I know. And my husband is just like, oh my God. <laughs> What is wrong with you? But Did you backflip across it. your living room and land behind your son? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was crazy. like, Derek Sulander, you learn martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, mean, I was just having a good time and my husband's like, Oh my god, you are a disaster. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, but yeah, it was fun. So that, whatever that works, voice whatever you just works. did reminded me that I did that today. Um, <laughs> that was so, a good story. Right. I enjoyed that. <laughs> so five uh, questions. Yes, five questions. So, uh, why don't you start? So I can take a oh, sip you want me to start? Wine. All right, all right, Ashley. So well, you, okay. So you'll ask a question, then I'll ask a question. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Okay, cool. So, so here's the first question that I have always wanted to ask you. You ready for this? Okay. So, if you could have any superpower, Ashley, what would it be? <laughs> I know how you love your superheroes. 
I love superheroes. Let me just be clear here. I love superheroes and I love sci-fi stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, if I could have any superpower, what would it be? Probably. Ooh, that's hard. Okay, I would probably want to have the ability to stop, like, not danger, but, like, stop attacks. Okay. Of any kind. Of any kind. So, like, either, like, force attacks or, like, verbal attacks or anything like that. Just stop him. So, before they start or while they're happening? Before they start. So, so what, what would happen? Like, what, what would, like, would you get so, like, like, a if you spidey were sense? Like, me a giant biatch, right? <laughs> right, right, okay. You wouldn't be able to get it out of your mouth, because I would stop it. I'd be like, no, you are mean. And then <laughs> it would stop. Does this only go for you, or is this for other people, too? For other people. Like, for anybody. Okay, so, so you're walking the streets, and you're just getting, like, tingles all the time, because, like, whoa, there's a fight over there. Oh, my God, there's a fight up there. Like, you're just, you're just constantly breaking up fights? Yeah. I'm, like, God. helping everybody. That sounds, that sounds awful. <laughs> You'd be so busy. I know, but think about it, because nowadays, it's not just punching people. It's always, like, verbal attacks, like, online. You know, people attack each other online all yeah. the time. Yeah, no, that's true. And stuff. Like, that sometimes is a lot more, like, horrible. It causes much more damage right. to people. So if I could stop that, like, can you imagine? That'd be cool. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That'd be, like, a cool super. Like, that, it would be, like, a very modern superpower. But That would be, it. like, with great power comes great responsibility superpower. Like, I feel like, like you'd Spider-Man? really. Yeah. Like, you, once you had that ability, you'd have to use it for the greater good. Of course. And then you just live your whole life, like, literally being a superhero. Yes. Okay. That's my goal. All right. I'm into it. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Um, okay, let me ask my question. Okay. If you, oh no, wait, that's, no, I want to ask you this one, this one first. If I were to summon you via black magic, (laughs) which five items would I need for you, like, to do my seance, and what items will I need for you to show up? Okay, so all of our listeners should know that we we did prepare these questions obviously in advance. So we so we had a little time to think about our answers, and and and, and so here's what I've come up with: five things that you would need to summon me, Ashley. So first, most importantly, I think you would need something very sparkly. Yes. All right. So so the exact object would be unimportant, but it would need to sparkle with. <laughs> all the force that something could sparkle with. So maybe like some kind of a natural piece of like, what is that? Those, those rocks that you cut open in the middle is, is all sparkly. Okay. Secondly, you would need um, a small collection of uh, fruit and vegetable plants, like, um, or like potted plants or fruit trees or something like, something natural like that, okay? <laughs> okay. And then you would need, third, you would need a bottle of red hair dye. This is very important. Anybody who knows me knows I have bright red hair. That's <laughs> very important. Girl. Um, then you, uh, fourth, fourthly, you would need a tube of extra black mascara. This is very important. I don't go anywhere without multiple layers of black mascara. Correct. And uh, fifth, 
any Billie Eilish song playing in the background. Oh my gosh. Because you you need music at a seance. You need music at a seance. And she is my jam lately. So you do love Billie Eilish. I do. I mean, I was, I was going to say, I was going to say Kesha, but that's like, so, I mean, I love you Kesha, but that was, that was a while ago. Come out with some new music. I like her new song, the one where she, where she's like, bitch, I'm blessed. Yes. You know what yes, I love her. I love everything she does. Yeah, I, I really love that do. song. Good. Like, she's like my spirit animal. I love her, but I need more from her. So if you're listening, more please. Thank you. More please, Kesha. We love more. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So again. my next question. Okay, Ashley. So what is something that you're interested in that people would not expect? So this one's hard because you know me. If you know me, you know I'm into all kinds of random stuff. Like mm. you might ask me something and I probably know the answer to it because I've Googled it and for some reason went down the rabbit hole of just learning about it until I fell asleep. This however, very true. <laughs> however, I am, I think I said it before a little bit, I love sci-fi stuff. And I love thinking about the universe and like the possibilities of extraterrestrial life, as well as like multiple universes and paradigms. And it's just like, I'm really into all that stuff. I think it's really wild and like just cool. And the possibility of, you know, like, Becoming, coming in contact with the extraterrestrial and different species of life out there, I think it's just like mind boggling. And I also think that eventually the human race will have to evolve into a new species that will be able to survive all of the crap that we're doing to this earth. And this new species not only will need to like evolve from an intelligence standpoint, but also we'll need to evolve um, from a physical standpoint so that we can survive in other planets or just like, wow, you know, I'm, yeah, I know. I told you I'm really into it. You have given this a great deal of thought. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, here's the other thing. So there are rumors out there that there are UFO sightings in Peru and. Okay. Yes. And. Which is where you're from. Which is where you're from. from. Mm -hmm. And like, there's like tons of theories that say that the Incas were um, in contact with the, with like other, other species um, that came down like during that time period and like helped them with a lot of the engineering that they know and all this stuff. Now, whether that's true or not, that's like, I don't know. I'll never know. You're talking about that ancient alien stuff? Yes. But yep, I've seen that. I find it like fascinating because it I've is fascinating. Been, I've been to Machu Picchu and it literally boggled. Like I can't understand how they built such a precise city out of rock without all of the technology that we currently have. And no, as like too. an engineer and a product developer, um, and just the product development professional. I like I know what it takes to come out with something that's close to perfect and for them to accomplish what they accomplished back in the day with like barely any technology 
I, it's just like inexplicable. So in my mind, I'm like, maybe the yeah. aliens came down. I don't know. Who well, knows? What, what about, you know what kills me? And I'm not even laughing at you. I mean, you know what kills me is like those stones that they moved that were so enormous, you know, that were like tons and they didn't have any machinery. They, what are you, what are you saying? Like 10 guys just moved a, a 3000 pound stone or whatever. Well, I don't know what it, it actually is, but I watched one of those episodes where the stones are like enormous and it's like, yeah. they didn't have machinery. Yeah, They didn't exactly. have like these cranes or what, what, what the heck? It's crazy. Yep. Yes. So that is something that I'm into that is surprising. And now everybody knows, <laughs> but nice. I'm really into it. <laughs> Okay, so my next question for you is, if you could do anything in the world as a career, what would it be? Okay, so I thought about this question extensively because my first my first instinct was to tell you that I would just be like a sugar baby. <laughs> like somebody's, <laughs> like I would just, I would just be somebody's pet. Like that's all I really want to do. But then I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I don't have the personality for that. I really need to be the one who's kind of like in charge in the relationship. And that is not what sugar babies are about. So then I thought, well, I could be like an heiress. That's like kind of a career, right? But then if you think about what, what do they need to do? They need to have like a brand and all this all this like do appearances and and do all of this stuff and keep up their appearance I, I don't know it just sounded like awful to me so I was going to ask you if lottery winner is a career is that a career <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't think that's so. not a career is it okay okay no but, seriously but seriously okay so all joking aside if I could do anything in the world I would probably be I swear to God, you're going to laugh so hard. I always wanted to be a park ranger. <laughs> I know. Um, well, okay. Here's the thing. I totally get it. Completely 100% understand why you'd want to be a park ranger. I mean, that is one, badass. Okay. And two, amazing because nature is awesome. So yep. I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. <laughs> So, so I you. should clarify, I should clarify um, that I honestly have li literally no idea what a park ranger does, but I would imagine that they walk the park and they make sure that everything's like good with the paths and the trails. And it just seems like, like, I don't know, it would give me a lot of time to connect with nature and be outside in the sunshine. And I feel like that would just be a dream job. Like I never went for it because I heard that it doesn't make a lot of money. So I'm like, it, like it makes like like nothing but I but it just sounds awesome so yeah anywhere where I could be free in nature and, and maybe bring my kids and my dog if I needed to that would be awesome all right so my next question for you so what's the last show you binge watched I mean, this is like so appropriate because we're home on quarantine, right? Yes. So. Yes, girl. Oh my gosh. So you're going to die laughing. So I have been, ha I have been binge watching. That's like a tongue tie, but t what do you call it? Tongue tighter? Tongue, tongue twister. Tongue twister. Tongue twister. Okay. <laughs> that is a tongue twister. I have been binge watching this novella. Mm. It's called Por Tu Amor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on YouTube. I googled and I found it and like every episode is on YouTube and I've been watching that nonstop. So and translate for our viewers. Translate for our viewers. Oh yes. It's Por tu amor. 
and it means for your love. And the gist of it is really this woman, she's like very saucy and very like headstrong. And then this guy who's the same, basically like very headstrong and he's like super duper rich. And she's also like well-to-do in like this small town in Mexico. And he's from like the big city, but he like comes down to this town because he wants to build a hotel and he like falls in love with her at first sight and she's engaged to this other guy who's a doctor oh man oh saucy guy yeah but then the guy like you know cheats on her with like I don't want to give it away because if you're gonna watch it like I don't want to ruin it for you but it's just like it's a novella like it's good like all this shit happens (laughs) he's like oh my god and then like obviously (laughs) they have like the love story and it's super cheesy and like totally like romance novel type of thing but I just like oh my gosh you're so funny I'm hooked on it and I just just love love it it. that's great (laughs) so I've been watching it so cool every night is it in English too or is it just Spanish it's just Spanish and it's old it's like it's like a late 90s novella oh that's funny oh yeah that's so cool but I, like I found that. it, and, like, I watched it when it first came out, and I was younger. Like, I think I was, like, 12 years old when I first watched it. And Don't I you love really watching like, stuff like that? Yes. I remember like, watching it and being like, this is good. And now as an adult yes. woman, I'm like, ooh, even yeah. better. And now you get all the jokes and all the innuendos. It's, like, awesome. Yes. And I'm like, this is nice. Yeah. And then, like, she's got, like, the saucy grandma who, like, <laughs> is a little, like, picara, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, give, she's like, ooh, you liked being with him, huh? And you're like, ooh, grandma, what Damn, you girl. <laughs> Like, grandma, you don't say that. Like, spicy little thing. You're a well-to-do grandma. Like, why are you saying <laughs> that to me? But she's great. <laughs> Stuff like that. So that's what I've been <laughs> binge-watching. And adding a little spice to your quarantine. Like it. Yes. Into it. All right. <laughs> All right. My third question to you. If there were no consequences for a day, what would you do? So, like, if there were no consequences from the law or, like, no consequences from anyone, period. Like, I could go into, like, some kind of alternate dimension and just do whatever I wanted. <laughs> uh, ooh. No consequences, period. Like, just at all. Like, go oh, into an alternate universe. I w- literally ahead. was not ready for you to say that. So, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna answer with no consequences from the law. Okay. So, so if I had 24 hours one day, I, I don't have time to fly anywhere. I don't want to spend my time flying anywhere. So, I would probably just drive down to um, some really nice marina on the South Shore somewhere and find the biggest boat that I could find, um, like a yacht or something, and make sure that it was stocked with champagne and fruit and food and all that stuff. And I would take myself and all my friends and my kids and everybody out on it, um, sail out into the water, maybe go out into Manhattan, see the skyline, and then I'd probably have a helicopter bring me back home and and I don't know I guess that would probably be my whole day right like how how long could you could, that's like a whole day all that's right yeah but what, what about that, you I don't know what I if I had no consequences for a day oh my god I would totally steal shit 
<laughs> yeah, totally. Right? Like, I'm, I'm talking about going and like stealing somebody's yacht. <laughs> I would steal like so much. I would like just go to the mall and steal a bunch of crap. Like I would steal all the all the things that I'm like, oh, I really want this, but I can't afford it. I just picture that. you running through the stores with your arms out, just grabbing rackfuls of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's ah! what <laughs> it's my one chance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's amazing. What I, that's exactly what I would do. I would just steal a bunch of, of crap at the mall, um, but I would hit the good stores. Like I go to Saks Fifth Avenue, I go to Bloomies. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, of I, course. I go to, yeah, like, yeah. all the good stuff. I yeah. Would, like, I wouldn't, like, bullshit at, like, I don't know, Francesca's or something, you know? I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think you'd be hitting up Delia's. <laughs> yeah, no, I would not be hitting up Delia's. <laughs> all right. I got another question for you, Ashley. Okay. So, what was an experience that changed your life? Ooh, I would say, I mean, hands down, moving to... United States changed my whole life because so okay I moved when I was 12 years old and I was like class president Miss Popular had a lot of friends like you know 12 is when like boys start to like you and you like them back so like I had like boys that liked me and all that so you know I was like beginning my teenage years kind of thing and I was doing really well for myself as far as like a social scenario um I was also I was I've always been a pretty good student too so I was doing great in like social and school everything I was class president like you know whatever but um then I moved here and all of that like just like ended completely one, I didn't speak English, so there was no way I had any friends. Um, two, I moved from a country where, like, everybody was Roman Catholic <laughs> to Long Island, where, like, half of everyone is Jewish. So I didn't even know what Jewish was. Like, it was great. Like, I'm like, what is Jewish? Um, three, I went to a school with zero diversity. Um, I was the only Latina in my class and like basically the whole school. Um, so it was hard. It was like a really big culture shock. Um, I think the hardest thing was not speaking the language because I couldn't really make friends and something that the principal of my school did, which was like terrible to do. And if there are any principals out there, don't ever do this to any kid ever. There was a girl whose name was Ashley. And because her name was Ashley, they paired me up with her because my name was Ashley. And so I had to follow this girl around the entire day of school for like, I think it was like a couple months. Oh my God, how awkward. She hated me. She hated my guts and I couldn't blame her because I was just like some annoying little like Hispanic shadow behind her, you know, oh. all day. Oh. And it was so awkward. She's your evil, she's evil, Ashley. No, I mean, she was one of like the popular girls and stuff. So she probably was like, at first was like, oh, this is cool. But then realized very quickly that I didn't speak English and also... That, like, you know, I couldn't just suddenly befriend everyone because 
I couldn't really relate to them. That's another thing. Like my school, I couldn't relate to a lot of kids because I grew up in a privileged town and I didn't really like vibe with that too well. Um, not like, like we did well enough in Peru and like I was privileged in Peru, which is nice, but in comparison to like the level of privilege that these kids were, it was like not even a comparison. So it was weird. It was like a big culture shock. Following this girl around was weird. It just completely changed my life. And once I, you know, basically I was forced to learn English like fairly quickly um, and I could start making my own friends and everything, um, it got a lot better. But since that moment on, it was like complete turnaround, like personality wise, like it was like survival of the fittest. And I kind of started valuing things a little bit differently. Um, made me grow up a lot faster. I feel like, um, just because, you know, you see all these things happening in the world, like Peru is a developing country. And so there's still poor people in the streets and everything. And then I moved here where it's like affluence all over the place. And it's just like, Whoa, people live very differently. And, you know, it was, it was a big difference, a big culture shock. It was, so that definitely changed my life completely. 100%. Wow. I haven't thought about that in a while. When I saw that question on your list, Um. I was like, yeah, well, (laughs) moving from Peru, I'm like, yeah, of course. But now that I've actually like gave you my answer, I'm like, whoa, that's pretty intense. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot to take in, especially when you're that young. Yeah. It was, it was difficult. So um, shout out to all the other immigrants out there, my people out there. We'll be okay. We're going to be fine. <laughs> We're here to stay, everybody. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right. Here's my fourth question. Would you rather travel to the past or the future? Oh, so this was a really- I can't wait for this answer, for by the way. Oh, my gosh. No, I hate spoilers. I just hate spoilers. So I would definitely travel to the past. Would you change the past? I would. I really? would change. Yes, I would change the past. Okay, I'm following up on this one. What about the past would you change? Um, I would probably change. I don't know. That's kind of a hard question. You know what? I'm going to have to think about that and come back to you. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. All right. I didn't know that you didn't care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I hate it because I, I just, I need to like just see it myself you know, and the future, forget it. I definitely don't want to know what happens because I don't know. You know, sometimes the bad stuff is what molds you, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like I've gone through a lot of bad stuff in my life and, and, you know, most recently the death of my sister a few years ago. And I, of course, I wish I, that that never happened. Of course, that was probably a bad comparison. But there's been a lot of bad things that I've gone through in my life that changed me for the better and made me into the person I am today. So like, if I were to travel to, f- to the future and find out that I went through, you know, X, Y, Z, and, and then I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to go through any of that. And then I try to come back and change it. And I'm just like, forget it, man. It just sounds like a lot of work. That is stressful. <laughs> that does sound stressful. It does. Yeah. So, all right. Here's my last question for you, Ashley. So, okay. and I and I had fun with this one. So, if I was gonna produce a blockbuster Hollywood movie with all the A-list celebrities, right, like fifty million dollar movie, who okay. who's gonna be you? Who's gonna star as you? This was hard. 
Okay. So the teenage me would probably say Rachel McAdams because Rachel McAdams. Okay. Yeah. Well, that yeah, would be like the whitest girl me. ever. Perfect. Exactly. The teenage me would say that. <laughs> <laughs> the adult me, however, yes, would probably pick. Uh, I don't know. See, it's so hard because I uh, there are things about certain celebrities I like, like that I wish I could put all into one. So I really like Jennifer Aniston. I think like she has good comedy timing. Yeah, she does. She's very beautiful. So I'd be like, yes, that. (laughs) And she's got a great body. So I'd be into that too. Yeah, totally. Yep. Um, And I think she's aged well, which is something that I admire. She Um, really has. It's so nice to see somebody who's not like overdone with with Botox and all the other crap they put in their bodies. Yeah. It's like she's aged well, you know, like I I really like that about her. So I would say her, but then I also really like Ellen DeGeneres' humor. I think she's like silly. Okay. She's like a silly humor kind of person, you know, and I'm into that. Like I, a little bit of a harder sell for you, but okay. Well, yeah, obviously she does not look like me whatsoever. <laughs> Let's put it out there. I mean, she's like freaking blonde blue eye and I'm probably the complete opposite <laughs> <laughs> yes but I really like her humor so I like would totally go for that and then there's like a little bit of like Sofia Vergara which like the that Latina saucy personality that I really like too but I also don't like how overly like sexual she she tends to be portrayed she definitely uses her sexuality like a lot right and I'm like I'm not into that as much I like more of like a natural type of yes look more or less so yeah so it's like I need all of that combined into one actor or actress okay got it so we need to have uh Jennifer Aniston and Ellen DeGeneres and uh Sofia Vergara make a baby and then that'll be Ashley perfect Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. Yes, love it. Absolutely. It's going to be a blockbuster. I love it. To see it now. <laughs> okay. My last question for you. I, re- I really want to know the answer to this. I'm excited. <laughs> what do you think 10-year-old Amber would tell yourself now? Does that make sense? Yes. What would, you, what would your <laughs> yes. 10-year-old self tell you now? So I think, so I thought about this for a minute. And um, when I think about what I was like when I was 10, um, I was like a lot different from the way I am now. I was uh, like a real goody two shoes, like, oh my gosh, you know, I did nothing wrong when I was in fifth grade. Um, I was like just the, my parents' angel and um I, uh, but I wasn't, you know, I was just starting to get like interested in boys, I think, like around that age. Um, but, you know, I don't think any of the boys were interested in me. So like, I, I don't know. I didn't know what was going to happen with my life. You know, I didn't picture myself growing up into this person that I am now, who is married to this great guy who is actually super hot. And I have the cutest kids and I have like some really great friends. And, um, and yeah, I'm pretty hot too. So I think, that she would tell me I think that she would be like super proud of me and 
And I think that she would also ask me why I was messing around so much with my life. And she would tell me to go make some more money. Because okay. I was that. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm certain that's what she would say. Oh my gosh. That's funny. I can just imagine. I think, was it? Yeah. I mean, you told me your mom would put you in these dresses with the Mary Jane shoes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So my mom was really into being my mother. Um, so my mother didn't grow up with money, but my grandmother is from Chile and my grandmother grew up in an affluent home. So I guess when she was raising my mom, she was very, she brought some of those like traditions with her. So it was very much, you know, about being a lady and minding your manners and, and a lot of formal wear, a lot of formal mannerisms. So my mom raised me that way too. Um, she raised me to, to, you know, go all out and, and, and wear the fluffy dresses and the shiny shoes and, you know, my mom's very Colombian. So, so it, it was, there was a lot of emphasis on money and, and success when I was growing up. So I think that 10 year old me would have looked at 35 year old me and been like, all right, well, you're doing pretty good, but it's not enough. I, th I think I'd like to see you up your game a little. <laughs> so that's um, it. Cool. Well, that was five questions. I like that. We should do another segment of five questions in the future. I like that too. And, and I think we should do another episode where we follow up on our time travel questions because I, I got to follow up with you on that. I got to figure out what I'm going to change. Okay. I like that. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us this week on Wind Down Wednesdays with Amber and Ashley. Um, so you can be sure to follow us on Instagram at Amber Ashley Show. And you can also email us at Amber Ashley show without the W at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at the same handle, Amber Ashley show without the W. We hope you enjoyed listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.